Welcome to Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life, the only podcast hosted by a high-achieving tech leader and certified coach that teaches you how to use proven cognitive tools to rewire your brain so you work 10 to 20% less while crushing your goals. And you'll do this in 180 days. Hi, I'm Sarah. After decades of frantically overworking, never believing I could achieve big goals in my life and feeling constantly anxious, overwhelmed, and burnt out daily at work, I finally figured work out. I learned how to work less while identifying and nailing goals I never thought possible. I learned how to feel calm, confident, and a sense of ease at work. So if you're a high achiever who wants to achieve big goals, but doesn't even think it's possible unless you work a gajillion hours, or doesn't even think big goals are possible in any way, shape, or form, this podcast is for you. I keep it simple. You'll learn the neuroscience-based cognitive tools I and my clients use daily to work less while achieving more than they ever imagined. Quick side note, you'll run the risk of being passionately in love with your career. Hey, rock stars. How y'all doing today? I am doing so awesome and so excited to introduce you to two badass female entrepreneurs who are also in San Francisco and in the tech industry. Their names are Elisa Masuda and Alicia Anderson, and they're the founders of Grayback Club. And they're obsessed with helping you feel beautiful, balanced, and connected in your everyday through the practice of, and this is all in capital letters, self-care. Y'all, this is the secret to the universe, and we're going to go into why it's a secret to the universe today. So for those of you who've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that I just started diving in deep into the world of self-love and care and loving myself unconditionally with my newfound thoughts and beliefs around falling in love with my juicy self. Check out episode 31 of the podcast if you wanna learn more. But here's the scoop. When you're so in love with your juicy self, like 10 million percent, you can create every result you want in your life. You can create that dream life, okay? So today you have three women in tech and between being women and the societal belief ingrained in us to take care of others, quote unquote, and an implied understanding that we're last on that list. And we work in tech, which rewards masculine get shit done energy and lots of badges of honor around how much we work. And I understand if any of you right now may be thinking, okay, Sarah, this is a little too mushy, soft, positive vibes only. I hear you. And I want to share that the three of us used to believe this same brain bullshit. I had this belief that all this self-love and relationship with yourself talk wasn't really me. I'm an entrepreneur who cares about love. Let's just keep going. But I've seen with my own eyes what my coach Brooke has created through the power of loving herself and doing amazing things in the world. And we, the three of us here, want you to be the woman you dream of, right? To be the woman who shows up for herself every day, loving her badass self, okay? So that you can go out and create any result you want in your life. 
period, end of story. So it's about radical love and acceptance and care of your total self. So the beautiful thing about meeting Alyssa and Alicia is they are the masters of self-care. We in the Rockstar program, as you know, we're all about thought work and managing your brain. And I've given you all these amazing cognitive tools. You start believing in yourself. And that's one component of self-care is journaling and thought work and using these tools. My self-care guiding principles are thought work and a little bit of meditation every morning for like 10 minutes. Number two, schedule self-care in that calendar before anything else, or it's probably never going to happen. Number three, make it really easy to follow through like 10 minutes a day. And number four, don't beat yourself up. Okay. Remember, I teach you guys, B minus work is great. We're not talking about perfection here. We're talking about a little bit of progress. That's it. Okay, Alicia and Alyssa, let's dive in. So when I read this story about how you two met, I laughed out loud. It is such a great one. And I know our listeners would love to hear it. So over to you guys. <laughs> First of all, Sarah, thank you so much for having us on tonight. We are more than excited. I know you're working with my team too outside of this. And I just, I adore you. And I love your energy. Aww. I think Alicia and I are both like highly energetic. And so I told her tonight too, I was like, you'll see that with Sarah and I, I adore it. So it's great. We met almost nine years ago now at a tech company. So we met at a startup that got acquired and Alicia and I had both left our current jobs and she was in finance and I was kind of in the beauty industry and decided to go into tech. And when I say go into tech, I mean, start at the bottom in sales, which is usually a SDR role, which is sales development. And you're expected to make a ton of dials. This is also my first sales job. Same. This is definitely my first sales <laughs> job. And it was interesting because I've never been in an office where you would go into the office and there were games out. So people had set up like, it looked like beer pong stuff, like happy hours, Red Bulls, but also just the whole giving you everything that you want in the office, right? We had all the snacks. It was an environment where it was kind of made for you to stay there a lot, like for very long hours. They would hand out energy drinks during the day to keep us going. <laughs> We're in this environment of this very bro central culture. And I came with all my tools, my self-care tools. And at that time I was really into essential oils. So however my stress level was, you could kind of it was like a smell test, right? If, if there's a lot of essential oil smells that, you know, Alicia has a really busy day. No one else understood that, but there was a certain sense. It was doTERRA essential oils and Alyssa was coming from the beauty industry. So this is her language. And I think she just started smelling this certain scent. And maybe we talked when we were getting coffee or I don't even know what, but like, that's, that was our first conversation. Oh my God. You bonded over essential oils in this bro environment. That's so awesome. So Grayback, let's talk about this big challenge you wanted to solve and why and your mission. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember, and I sometimes try to look for the text message, Alyssa, when we started texting about this, I then moved on to another tech company, but it was in, in healthcare. So more aligned with what I'm passionate about with behavior change and just taking care of yourself. Alyssa moved on to another sales company, leading a team then. And we both had this 
like hunger and thirst for carving out a space for ourselves to prioritize ourselves every month through the practice of self-care. And we looked for it. We tried to find clubs, companies, anything like that. And we couldn't, you know, nothing was coming up. And so I know you, Alessia, you were really passionate about doing this just for women at the beginning. And we said, let's just try at her apartment. What was our first club like? Our first? Yeah. So I think just to give a little backstory too, with how we came to think about what Rayback was, because the community that we were really looking for was like Alicia and I were kind of blending what we really love. She has this meditation and nutrition background. And I kind of love the beauty industry, but there was always like this other pull to it that it wasn't just products, et cetera. That first month we decided, okay, we're going to try this. We're going to get a group of women together. We'll just use our friends as an example and get them together. And we'll do like facials that night, but then make it educational at the same time about one thing. Like how did you do a double cleanse or how to take care of your skin that night? So it was also something that they could participate in. So we partnered with Fresh and they did this amazing setup. We decided that we would start with a meditation. Alicia is an amazing meditation teacher. She has the best meditation voice. And so we always start with that first 10 minutes and it really grounds people. But what we found too is three and a half years ago, we'd ask, you know, how many people in this room meditated before? And maybe we'd have like a hand or two, including me. That was something that Alicia was also bringing to my life. And she also introduced me to yoga. We would do time meditations where Alyssa only 60 seconds. Yeah. Only 90 seconds. (laughs) You're up to two minutes. No, everything that we were starting to do, we realized we started uh, having this theme around inner and outer beauty. And so that is the practice of self-care to us where you're taking care of both sides. And those are just acts of love, right? Like, so an act of love internally is just reminding yourself how much of an amazing person you are through taking care of yourself, slowing down, taking that meditation, whatever it is. And then the outer beauty, whatever fun you want to get into, if it's self-care or, you know, each month, those are different topics to expose people to different tools on how to take care of themselves. So they'll find something that they like. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful. I love that. I love that concept of like the inner and outer beauty and taking care of both, you know, as women, because we're very we're socialized to really focus on the outer. And mm-hmm. I love that you guys bring this kind of grounding in, in, in both. That's, that's so beautiful. Yeah. I love this quote from one of your favorite meditation teachers, Sarah mm-hmm. Blondin. This kind of made me a little weepy when I read it. I, I felt a little teary of, and I might tear up right now. Come down to your soft spot more often. It's so beautiful. And, you know, a few years ago, my brain definitely had a ton of resistance to this, would have had a ton of resistance listening to this quote. It would have said something like, stop, soft spot, never. I need to keep grinding. Or substitute soft for weak. Exactly, Alyssa, you nailed it. Yeah, Yeah. can you say more about this? It's so, oh my God, it just choked me up right now. So soft spots, weakness, I think, especially as a majority of us, we're trying to be in this world where we feel like we're constantly trying to keep up. And anytime we fall short of our inner expectations, which are most of the time ridiculous to begin with, you call yourself weak. And 
starting to have some sort of consistent conversation with yourself, minds through meditation, whatever that like ritual is for you helps you kind of connect yourself. And that's that soft spot. That's that, you know, like moment of light and calmness. And it just reminds you that you're inherently good. Everything is good. And then from there you can, you can act, you can live and you're much more present. You're much more calm and focused, but it's having that grounding ritual every day to remind you. And so it makes you soft. But I think before we thought we can't slow down. It's actually reversed, isn't it? It's reversed. It's actually slowing down in the soft spot makes us kind of stronger and more powerful as amazing, badass women. I think you have to slow down to go fast, right? And that's something for me because I would make little mistakes or things like that because I'm going so fast, but I never took that time to like slow down, check in with myself. I don't mean like grammatical errors, right? But it's, it's really a reminder that self-care is really just about prioritizing yourself. It's great because it also creates a space for yourself. So you did, you need to spend money to create that space. Sure. But you also don't have to do that. Like that's a huge part of Grayback is Alicia and I would love to go to Bali all the time and love to go on retreats. And we hope to host more retreats in Hawaii soon, but (laughs) At the same time, that's not a daily thing. That's not something that you can just say once a year, eight days, I'm going to go check in with myself. And then the rest of the year, I'm going to run at whatever speed I'm running at. And then, but next year I'm going to do the 10 day retreat and then I'm good again. That's not how it works. Right. You can't just check in with a soft spot every once a year. Right. And so it's, it's like developing that practice and just changing the conversation around it where the importance of slowing down, the importance of connecting in. I don't know if I've ever heard that type of language, certainly not at the sales company that we were at. So <laughs> I think the, the dialogue is changing a little bit, maybe in a you know, different language, mm-hmm. but it's so important. Alyssa and I have really benefited from slowing down to be able to, to come more present and focused and energized to whatever we do next. Mm-hmm. I love what you just said, Alyssa, slow down to go fast, but super powerful. I'd love to learn more about like what you teach, like what's in your program. One of the big things about Grayback is making it micro. So often with the type A personality or, you know, go big or go home. If I can't go to the gym that I'm not working out at all, you know, or, or whatever your philosophy is. And it's where the, the name Grayback came from. So Grayback a lot of people think in black and white, all or nothing. And so gray communicates how we want our thoughts and feelings to, to fall into and our actions because life is a lot in the, that gray area. And so being able to take that gray area and what that looks like is your busy day, right? You had a plan for your day and then life happened. And so how will you find those micro moments to take care of yourself? Whatever that looks like, balance yourself, but it looks different every day. You can have a plan, absolutely, but being kind and patient and compassionate with yourself. And the first way to do that is just making it micro, finding those small things every day to take care of yourself and knowing what those are and spending some time to, to discover that. And that's what Grayback helps people do is finding those tools that they'll hopefully connect to and start to make a ritual out of a routine out of. What do you guys do from a daily kind of self-care, self-love perspective. What are those little micro moments? 
I think for me right now, it's even simple things that I try to do throughout the day. So like you're having like a one-on-one or you're having a meeting that maybe you can take on a walk instead of doing it on a Zoom, right? Where you're not going to be in front of the camera. This is more for work stuff. But Mm -hmm. um, for me also, I am locked in front of my desk pretty much all day. So there's times when at the end of the week, I might just completely make move and change my space up. I might work in the kitchen one day. And it's, it doesn't seem like it's this big grand act of self-care, but it is because my day is different, right? I might light a candle. I don't have my massive screen in front of me, right? You know, when I move different places in the house, I'm not bringing that with me. And so it provides me like different and different environments with environment changes big for me, especially while we've been at home. And then just finding time to, to sit down and, and rest. And it, I think rest has been really hard. It's something that... I'm like, well, you go to, you sleep at night. I sleep pretty well. I'm lucky with that. I think that's huge, but to be able to some days there's just with, there are definitely days when I just need like 10 minutes and those 10 minutes are just, I go lay on my bed and shut my eyes. And I can't tell you 10 minutes is all I needed. And I'm energized again. And some days I'm sure that I need longer than 10 minutes, but it's, also taking that time, right? So I'm not perfect. There, there's a lot of days I need 10 minutes and I for, do not, I power through or whatever, right? And that's different. And just even the little things, like I think Alicia and I, with the micro stuff is really important, reminding yourself to sit up and stretch throughout the day, doing exercises you can do at your desk, breathing. It definitely is a body sh- shift for people, but that's something that you can do in, you know, five minutes. For me, it's been the inner self-care. Uh, and how I've been practicing that is practicing self-compassion just being more gentle with myself, being patient with myself, giving myself grace. I am in a transition. And so like so many other people with COVID and just figuring out this transition moment in our life, a lot of that inner self-care has been really, really just nurturing to me. And so how I'll practice that through journaling, even if it's three minutes in the morning before I start my day. If you have kind of like a theme, like something that keeps coming up for you and you just write without judgment, set a timer for three minutes and, and write about it. And you don't get to the solution on the paper, but I swear you get there in your mind. (laughs) It's something that has really been helpful for me as I've been dealing with like a lot of layers of complexity as so many people have. So it's really been the inner self-care. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's like progress. It's not perfection. Just keep, you know, iterating and trying new things. And life changes every day and throws us curveballs every day, all day long. And definitely I've noticed a correlation with a lot of us in tech being kind of overachievers of like that all or nothing thinking or that black and white thinking. So I love what you said about that. Progress over perfection and try little things. The people that you connect with in your communities as well, like women in tech. I mean, you're absolutely right. And, you know, I'm glad that I have Alyssa kind of as my accountability partner, right? Someone yeah. that reminds you of when you're at your best, what you're doing and just sharing those little nudges of, well, have you done this? Have you done that? It's mm-hmm. been really helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, slowing down is it still has its, you know, it's chaos around it of not wanting to, to look weak. And I think that's something yes. that we're slowly changing. Yes. I want to stick with resistance 
and like not believing that coming down to your soft spot and trying self-care is amazing because I had resistance. You both talked about resistance, but what we're sharing right now is whether it's you two, it's myself doing this in the last year, it's my coach who only works three days a week and will do $50 million this year. Like this is the secret to massive results. So what advice would you give a listener who's got the resistance and is where we were and not believing that this shit's really going to work? What would you say? I mean, it's normal because you have a, a, a primitive puppy brain, but like what advice would you give them? I don't even know if I would start with just giving somebody advice. I think that they would need to do a little bit of reflection on them, on themselves, right? Like take a look back. And if you're feeling like, you know, your resistance to X, right? Maybe if it's self-care or it's speaking in a meeting or it's standing up and, you know, saying your idea in front of everybody and feeling like whatever it is, what are your, I try to check in with the resistance first. Like, what is that resistance? And is it, am I scared? Am I fearful? Why am I fearful? And like, try to undercover that truth around it. Because if you just push through it, for me, at least my personal experience is that it won't stick. Mm. Um, and so just really understanding if you were to, it's, and it's something that was really hard for me too, is you're not going down levels by slowing down, right? Like you're not like you might be like climbing that mountain. That doesn't mean you're going backwards. You're actually like maybe taking a different route up the mountain that gets you there faster actually. Mm -hmm. But for me, that was a big thing is like, I had to start and then you feel like imposter syndrome. Like I was going to yoga a lot when I was a long time, eight years ago when I started and I thought like yoga was never going to be for me. And then I just started going and then the feel like you just find something that really does resonate and work for you mm-hmm. on like a spiritual level as well, that it's not just like goal oriented. I'm like at my core and my soul, this is what I need because it makes me, I feel one better no matter what every single time, but I know my life is greatly improved by this act of care for myself. Mm-hmm. And in order to get there, you need to make it a consistent check in with yourself. So some sort of daily, every other day, some sort of practice to, in a, in a very small micro way. That's why, you know, it needs to fit into your life right now. We're not mm-hmm. saying to change everything, no. but having that moment, whatever that moment looks like for you, if it's sitting and journaling for three minutes, if it's taking a shower and asking yourself that same question as you shampoo your hair, something like some habit that you have brushing your teeth, whatever you already do. If you can start to build a habit around something that's in your life right now, and maybe you just start with a question and you ask yourself that question every day and you'll start to see thoughts, ideas come up around it. So you can kind of what Alyssa was saying, kind of get behind, well, why is there resistance? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm scared. Oh, I don't trust myself. Oh, it's a self-worth thing. And then try a self-trust experiment for just a day for today. I trust myself completely and, and just try it on. And you'll slowly start to develop the tools that you already have inside of you, but you'll just remind yourself. That's so beautiful. One of the, one of the tools that I teach in the rockstar program is this idea of like bridging thoughts. So it would be like, I'm open to believing that I can trust myself and have my back today right? Like I'm open to it. Like, you know, go from like, there's no way you can't go all the way to like, yeah, I got this. Like, so it's, it's back to those little micro 
-hmm. thoughts actually. So what are some of the biggest like surprises you've witnessed as women have like, you know, dove into grayback and start feeling connected with themselves and loving themselves and self-care and going through your program? Like, what have you, what have you seen? Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier and I would say somebody named Brittany and she's actually, and I will freely speak of her. She's one of my best friends, but I'm going to use her as an, an example because watching Brittany grow from, and I'm not saying this is all gray back. This is you. I feel like if you get a piece of knowledge and you're hearing it and it was told to you in a number of different ways and one, one day it just clicks for you and then you take it and make it yours. I watched her do that. And that was even the meditation. She didn't want to come to gray back because she did not want to sit for 10 minutes. She was like, I love you, but like, that's so uncomfortable. Like the worst thing ever. I, I don't want to come anymore for that part. I'll come late. And I'm like, you're not coming late. <laughs> this is before she tried it. Resistance yeah. before she mm-hmm. tried it. Yep. And she did it once and then was like, no, but then it was that, but then she came back, right? She, I was like, you can't be late. So she, (laughs) she came back, but it was watching her take that, you know, that time to be able to sit there and then would call me and change just little acts in her life. Right. So it was maybe something around her health, or maybe it was taking a moment to reflect on something within her life, but it was all of these little steps. And I think just watching Brittany or uh, my friend, it's just friends of ours too. I think Alicia and I have a lot of those stories where people reach out to us and share what's going on. They get really deep and are like, help, like, how can you help me? And our Alicia and I always start with meditation. I don't think we ever like, I mean, the answer isn't like maybe that night it's go and take a bath and take a shower or whatever it is. And then like lay and take care of yourself. But I think we always go back to like, I'll send my guy friends, everyone like five minute meditations, yeah. I, I think the answer, whenever anyone's coming to us, is always, Alyssa said rest a couple times, you know, rest is meditation. Like it's all just like taking a moment. So I think some people are like, Oh, meditation. It's not, it's, it's like the language, the, the words that we use. And so really whenever anyone comes to us, the first thing we always ask them to do is rest. And that's through the meditation. And when I see people leave, it's like Sarah, every single time. And we were so surprised at the beginning and when people continue to come back, what Grayback does, and because we're helping them rest and then go in and discover something about themselves, there's this inner glow, like they're glowing in some way. And you can see it in their energy and their attitude, their personality, and they bring that to other areas of their life. And it's because they took time to, they carved out time for them. They prioritize themselves and they reminded themselves that they're already beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then they lead from there. It's like they found some of their inner sparkle and, you know, that inner light that can be so hidden by all of the crap that we think. And, and so they just started finding, yeah, like their inner light and sparkle. That's so great. So you talked about one of your meditation teachers earlier, but who are some of your teachers and where can our listeners learn more about this amazing work you're doing at Grayback Club? One person that I think she was my first teacher when I moved to San Francisco was my first yoga teacher and now really good friend, Libby Murphy. So her, do you know Libby? Totally. You know Libby. With the long red hair. Red hair. Yes. Yes. Libby Murphy Yoga, it's her Instagram. She is incredible. And I think 
my lessons that I continue to get from her and, you know, Grayback is teaching people to be a little softer, to calm down, to rest. You know why we're teaching this, Sarah. It's because Alyssa and I need it out of anyone. <laughs> Libby is always the person that can calm me down. She can always bring me within. And it's through her, her yoga classes. Ooh, She's incredible. So beautiful. Yeah, yoga was a big thing for me. And also meeting Lisa Peppersotkin. We met her last year um, through the Hybrid, which Grace is the founder of. And she that's actually where we held all of our gray box, which is right in Fort Mason. And Lisa is a therapist, but she's definitely a different type of therapist. Um, she's definitely like a CEO coach emotional therapist, but Mm -hmm. how we've worked with Lisa is we've done a manifestation series with her and because of her background in therapy, she just understands and can get people to where you, you say the word like juiciness, like right away, but it's really, can get really real with themselves and in a group just very, very quickly. And so a lot of what Elisa has like taught me is not just through our great backs, but for example, the manifestation, she was very clear with me, like be very, very clear in your ask. And this is why. So it's interesting because a lot of the things and philosophies that she says, like maybe the word manifestation doesn't land with a lot of people. Well, it can also be called goal setting. Like it's, you know, and a lot of my friends, the ones that, you know, I watched kind of transition into different places in their life, they'll call me and say, okay, I'm going to use your word. And so I manifested this, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't care what we wanted to call it. Um, If that didn't land for you, it can be, you can use it in a different way, but again, it's, it's for you and what you want in your life and being really, really clear about what you want in your life. And we worked with Lisa. We put together uh, manifestation retreats that have been really like you go really deep, really quickly. And we kept them going during COVID. And I think we're going to partner with her in the summer for another one. So it will be like a two or three part series. And you just, the thing with the retreats that we've started to do is it's all like all senses are immersed. So you're not just, you know, journaling for for seven hours to get to the the bottom of something it's you're you're moving you're talking you're you're connecting there's like always some sort of food component and so the retreats have been really fun so we'll do a summer manifestation retreat and we always have monthly social clubs so you can go to graybackclub.com and find all that information we're really excited we've been spending some time being really thoughtful about the content for the rest of the year, wanting to make sure that with people being on, you know, zoom fatigue and all of that, just really making sure that it's a really intimate and conversational experience. A lot of Grayback is about community. So we talked a lot about connecting with ourselves, but another big part of Grayback is the community. So having that accountability person, Alyssa's mine, you know, having that person that you can talk to, but it doesn't need to be a close person right now. It can be someone from the event that you can just connect to. So and relate to on whatever that topic is. And as much as I, we do like networking things, Mm -hmm. like one thing that always come out of Grayback was my girlfriend's telling me like, I don't even know what she does for a living. And that is such (laughs) a common thing for us to to, to first ask, you know, like, what do you do? So so (laughs) I love that personally. I was like, this is amazing. We would look around (laughs) and I was, and not that it matters, you know, like your role, but I was just looking, I'm like, this is amazing. No one is talking about their 
role at work or whatever they do. And they get right into the question and they're super vulnerable. So the meditation also helps with that. You know, we kind of like in the meditation, yes, rest, but like take that shit and like leave it outside. (laughs) We just get right. So I think that really helps. And, you know, we started producing candles and this was really more of a, you know, quarantine experiment, I guess, but Mm -hmm. having, we were trying to help females create that practice in their lives at home. So lighting a candle, taking three deep breaths, Mm. like, you know, creating your space and then doing your practice, whatever it is. So we'll keep Mm. doing that. So good. I'm coming over for a candle. Number one, number two, save me a spot for that retreat with the therapist this summer. (laughs) (laughs) And number three, I just love what you two are doing to support women thrive and feel beautiful and balanced and connected with themselves because that's what it's all about us badass women building a relationship with ourself first micro rituals yeah and doing this slowing down so that we can go fast and be the badass women that we want to be and go change the world or do whatever we want to go do with our lives thank you so much for joining us Alyssa and Alicia I love what you're doing. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to keep going on this journey with you, inspiring, amazing women in tech. Thank you so much, Sarah. We really enjoyed being here today and like having this conversation with you. You're always so much fun. Awesome. All right. Have an awesome rest of your evening. Thanks. Bye. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.